Darby cast wildcard Friday. Here we are. And I know I kind of meander along the path and I deviate and I go all over the place. That's kind of my style. It's a bit scattered, but it plays. It eventually all comes back full circle along, along the ride. I think a lot of you are like, how the fuck do you do this for 30 to 45 minutes? Just solo rant, go all over the place. And listen, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of these, these podcasts where I go, uh, boy, does it get tangential? Boy, does it just go sideways real quick? The temptation's always there. It's always there to just completely go somewhere else. But I'm going to try to stay on topic today. I'm earnestly, I'm really going to try. So topic of the day, the TOD, the Todd. I think the internet may have been a mistake. Okay. Okay. And let me, uh, let me put you in the room at the end of 1990. December 20th, 1990, Tim Berners-Lee, not Al Gore, he gives a presentation to his uh, computer scientist buddies at CERN at the uh, Particle Collider. And he says, guys, I invented the, uh, the first website. Now, let me tell you all of the good things that can come from websites. And he's all excited about it. He's like, yeah, so check this, guys. All the books, all the research papers in the world, they'll be available so people are highly literate and they're scientifically minded. Don't you wish you had a time machine and you could just go back, pull a Brett Whiskers? You know, if you don't know what what I'm talking about, read the Derbyshire books. Please do. Do write by Tim Berners-Lee and just use the internet to to read a book, either on on a Kindle or, or an iPad or... Or order a physical book. I think that's uh, that's a cool deal. If you don't own any physical books, you're um, yeah. Why don't you give yourself a hard look in the mirror if you don't own any physical books today? Just be like, whoa, yeah, oops. So, if you had a time machine, the full Brett Whiskers, you go back in time to Tim Berners Lee with uh, with a laser disc. It's a shame that tech never took off. Hey, you know how CDs, they've got, they hold a lot of data and they're reasonably sized. What if we, uh, what if we just bounce the size up back up to the size of the previous format of vinyl records, but still have the same technology investors question mark could be you. Yeah. Laser disc didn't really take off, but you go back with a laser disc in your time machine to Tim Berners Lee. And you just give them a, a copy. You're probably going to need about 14 laser discs, if not more. You take them back and you say, Tim, I know you're well-intentioned as a scientist, as a nerd. You think this is going to go go over well? You flipping that switch over there and saying, yeah, let's give everyone access. But why don't you just watch Tiger King for a second? Why don't you just go ahead and you watch... You watch Tiger King. I think he has a stroke right then and there on the spot. I think he starts ripping apart every cord he can find, no matter whether it's connected to a computer or not. And that happens in no specific order. Maybe he's ripping apart cords and then he has a stroke, or maybe he has a stroke and with his, um, with any strength he can muster, he starts ripping apart cords. Very tragic and dire situation. 
if he just saw Tiger King and was like, like, oh, people certainly aren't into science or not into these. Uh, <clears throat> seems as though for every uh, scientific article that uh, the people read, there's probably about 50 million people who look at a silly video of a cat. I don't know if this is what my uh, my vision and my dream was for the world. It's like, Tim, I know. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. Hang on to these laser discs. Hang on to them. Refer to them. If you ever feel tempted to flip that switch and you say, no, 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 no. We can do this right. Tim, I just don't know if that's possible. I don't know if it's possible. Yeah, I think the internet may have been a mistake. I grew up on the internet. So did most of you. The millennials. The millennials really crafted the culture of the internet. Now Gen Z has, uh, they're trying their hand at the internet. And Jesus, what a mess. It's all memes. It's all memes of no particular importance, cultural or didactic significance. There's very little in there. I don't want to rip on Gen Z exclusively. There's some, there's some smart kids out there who are trying so desperately to like just be a normal person, but they can't because everyone's trying to, you know, yeet their jewel, brah. You know, long gone is, is normality. What a mistake the internet was in hindsight. Yeah, there's some positive consequences, but just ask yourself the question, when I'm on the internet, how much productive work am I really doing? Am I utilizing all the amazing information technology or, or am I just dicking around? And listen, I'm culpable. Boy, do I kill a lot of time on the internet. And boy, has it just warped the internet. There's no way that you can go on the internet, I think. I don't think I'm just uh, this rube who, uh, who just took a hard fall on on the internet that it affects me uniquely. I don't think that's, I, I don't think that's true. I think the internet aggregate, it keeps breaking people's brains. And like, sometimes I'm like, I gotta, I gotta unplug Wi-Fi. I gotta unplug. I gotta not go on the internet. I'm getting better at that. I'll unplug the, the Wi-Fi for like a day or two. And then I'm like, I'm like, no, 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 no. I got to go watch a, a PewDiePie video. That guy's, he's pretty funny. And he is, he is. There's a lot of people on the internet that are, that are pretty funny. And I think uh, telling jokes is like the last bastion of sanity. It is contextualizing things and be like, hey, the, <clears throat> people are ridiculous. But and I know I like ripping on people on this show. This podcast is Wildcard Friday. It might take a little bit of a different tone. But boy, are we just in the middle of a psychological information war, like a civil war right now. And not even it's not even possible for people to get this pissed as as I've seen people get without the Internet. If the Internet isn't as robust as it is, you don't have the echo chambers, you don't have people uh, throwing a bunch of garbage out there and, and mind you, I might be one of those people throwing garbage out there. So just bear with me, bear with me. Yeah. It's interesting. It's interesting. I was surprised and I'm late to the tiger King party. I really, really am. I'm really late to it. I just finished it like two nights ago and I haven't talked about it yet. I haven't talked about tiger King, but I, th I think if you go back 
when the internet was less corporate, when the internet was less like nearly like schizophrenic with, with the memes that just, it's like stimuli punchline that's unrelated. That's got to mess with your brain a little bit, right? The memes, people just meme warfaring each other. I used to think that was kind of a fucking a joke phrase, like back in 2016, I think during the presidential election, when the when the phrase meme warfare really kind of came to be. And I look at it now and I'm like, this is pretty fucking nuts. And it felt like it was like at the time, depending on where you go on the Internet, you feel like the meme warfare is between the left and the right. But it's like, no, the meme warfare is just it's all against you, the individual. And the family trying to just have a normal fucking life. It's impossible now. Even if you stay off the internet, you can't prevent others from staying off the internet and having the nonsense of the internet filter into reality. You just can't. Are you going to go live in the woods? I know so many people and probably a bunch of the Darby cast listeners at one point or another have been like, I'm just going to, I'm going to move to Montana. I'm just going to get away from it all. And it's like, yeah. Those days are over. <laughs> what are you going to do? You don't have any skills. You can't hack it out there. People on the coasts, and I'm totally one of them, have been like, oh, yeah, maybe I'll just get, the, maybe I'll just get out of Dodge. Maybe I'll just get out of Cali and move to Idaho and try to hack it as a potato farmer. <laughs> and it's like, what, what am I even talking about? That world is, it's over. It's over. It's inaccessible for me and most people. I don't know if I have many skills other than just uh, making jokes and mocking things. And and as much as I check shade at, at so many people, I don't know, it breaks my heart. The Internet has just has broken my heart. Just seeing the kind of crap that's out there, seeing how angry people are on a daily basis, left, right, center. I, I loved, listen, Louis C.K., he made a couple mistakes. He made some big, he made some rough choices, but his, I still like his stand up, and I can somehow separate. A lot of people can't separate his stand up from his personal life. That That's your first mistake, right? You're, you're trying to hold an artist who's pushing the boundaries of, of sensibility and thought and, and all these things. You're trying to hold them to like this standard. And you're like surprised when they do something that's weird. Like I'm not surprised when a lot of artists, be they comedians or, or musicians or anything who are like exploring deep thoughts that are controversial or, or whatever. I think it's very, very difficult. Yeah. I empathize with these people. I empathize with these people for sure. I feel bad. So anywho, he made some shitty choices, but I want to talk about his bit, which I thought was so, so dead on where he talks about, he talks about people flying. He talks about people who have the gall to just be like, oh, the airport's so inconvenient. This is bullshit. When, when they've, their threshold for being amazed is, um, is so astronomically high that there's just they for, they're forgetting that they're traversing maybe the entire country in six hours rather than six years. By the time you get to your destination, you haven't eaten three of your cousins. Yeah, that's pretty miraculous. And all things considered, that happened in a relatively quick period of time. And I think about that in myself and, and the Internet. I certainly do. 
think over time, I've just been so desensitized to everything. It's terrible. It is terrible. It is. I mean, I think it's really easy to rip on people who get really offended. They're overly sensitive, but like, how could you not get kind of, kind of pissed off if you, if you go on the internet, that's like using data science to play on your, your deepest emotions of, you know, kind of toying with fear and empathy and, and all these, uh, emotions and just, and just jacking them up to such crazy levels on a daily basis. I know that's how I am. Cause I'm like an internet junkie. I grew up on the internet. I did. I had a computer. My grandmother, she introduced me to the internet and to computers when I was like four or five years old. So I grew up on it back in like the wild west of computing in the nineties. But now God, it is different, isn't it? Like, I don't know how, I don't know how people are going to bounce back from this. It seems like mental health is just depreciating. It's depreciating as a, as a byproduct of just being exposed to too many things, too many, um, too many tragedies, too many incredible jokes, too many scatterbrained memes. Just so much. It's just overload. I don't think the human brain was really meant for it. People are like, oh, we're these highly evolved creatures. And I'm like, I don't know if we are. And I don't think we're, I know I'm not ready for the internet. I fancy myself like a halfway sharp guy. And I'm just kind of cruising around on the internet. I'm like, I, I'm like not, I don't have the, the toolkit to deal with this. It's too much. I should have had like a nervous breakdown watching Tiger King. I think most people should have had a nervous breakdown because it was just, it was so nuts. It was so nuts. But like, I feel like the internet has just raised my threshold for what is nuts. And so there are a few things that even surprise me. I think I'm becoming jaded as a result of, uh, of the internet. I think so many people are, and it, I don't think that's a defective character necessarily. People who get stoked out and rallied up and, you know, just, or get their soul crushed by the internet, whatever, (laughs) whatever your experience is. Oh, I feel like I've been on the internet long enough to have all those experiences wrapped into one. Depending on the day, depending on where I'm going online, I'm just like, I'm like struggling to laugh at things that should be just like outright hilarious. I'm like, so, oh, what a mess. Our grandfathers and grandmothers, I think they they probably laughed like a total of four times in their entire lives. I've laughed hysterically at so many memes over the past like couple of years that I feel like eventually you just run out of things that, that are funny. And then you just end up this hollow cynic. And I'm like, am I there? Am I there yet? I could be threshold for amazement is, is so inappropriately high. It is so inappropriately high. I have a really, really good friend and he goes out and he swims with sharks and he, he films it and he posts, he posts, uh, everything. And let me tell you about how, um, how ridiculous this is. Sometimes I'll see a picture of him swimming in close quarters with a shark and, uh, and I'll be like, all right, whatever, been there, done that. I'm like, and and there's sometimes that I'm like, what am I even talking about? How did I just scroll past that? Not only is it someone that I know, one of my best friends, 
but he's swimming with fucking sharks. And I'm like, not even that enthralled by it. I'm like, yeah, I've seen that. Like, what the hell, man? What the fuck is going on? Yeah, you notice that? That your baselines for everything have shifted because you've been on the internet a little too much? And listen, maybe this is just, maybe this isn't resonating with you at all. And you're like, I'm a responsible internet user. I'm a response. You, Maverick, get some help, man. But like, I, most people that I know, I think have that kind of, I think it's to different degrees that people can agree in a lot of ways. The internet has really gone off, off the deep end, has gone off the deep end. It's wrecking the brain. It's pretty, it's nuts. Is it not? You know, I've always been uh, kind of a, kind of a jester here and there. And I know this is like kind of a, a weird journal expose. It's not my typical Hey, so what's up with Todd and Derek and Gary and, and Troy and Chad and Jared? Son of a bitch. I know that's the case. But I kind of had, you know, yesterday I was having this big reflective moment. I'm just like, the internet was a mistake. Got some sleep last night and woke up this morning and I was just like, yeah, I should probably talk about this just a little bit. I should talk about this a little bit. How, how the internet and just browsing over time has just warped perception in such a big way. I just have no idea what's like true and false. I try to test things against my idea of what's logical or rational. Those things are quickly going out the window the more I'm on the internet. And so I'm just like, uh, I need to just like read books. <laughs> I need to read books. And if I go on the internet, I need to adhere to the original intentions of the founder i need to read i need to like i need to look at empirically based peer-reviewed studies i'm tired i'm exhausted when i go on the internet if i go outside and i get some sunshine i hang out with people which like isn't it's not like really coach to do that right now because of the the coronavirus yeah that's the stuff that like fills my spirit and makes me joyful and hopeful for the future just interacting with people, but you stay home, you, you go on the internet and I've, I've kind of like picked up on my own emotional response and reaction to it. I kind of write notes because I consume content from all over the place, especially politically, just like left and right and middle. And I just kind of, I've gotten in this, uh, this habit of kind of writing down my emotional response to something after I've watched it. Uh, it's kind of weird. I think it's probably super weird, but most of the time I'm just feeling like pretty depleted. I'm just like, what a boy. I just got the shit kicked out of me by some really well-crafted emotional language. I just feel tired. I feel tired when I go on the internet. Yeah. You wish you had that you wish you had that time machine. You go back with the laser discs. You talk to Tim Berners-Lee and you say, don't flip the switch, bro. I know you're well-intentioned like so many visionaries are. I know you're well-intentioned, but like I'm going to tell you right now. This in 30 years, like let me show you what Instagram is, where you have some capacity to go back and show the guy Instagram. What the hell is his reaction to it? He sees the memes. He sees 
he sees all these ladies and he's just like, wait, so like a bunch of young gals just like try to be softcore porn stars. Is that what this is? And it's like, yeah, Tim, pretty much. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tim, we've, we've failed you. And what could have been a pretty cool thing. And it probably started out that way when just like some pretty sharp scientists had access to it. And they were like, wow, this is great. We can share our archives. But now it's like fucking cat videos. And then the cat videos are getting more extreme. Regard uh, Tiger King, the ultimate cat video. (laughs) Can we just say that like we've peaked on cat videos after Tiger King? And that cat videos don't really need to be made anymore after that. That that's just like fried everyone's senses on like Tiger King's a couple different things. I have my thoughts on it. I think that's as far as you can take a cat video. I don't want to see cat videos going further than that. Whatever that might mean. That's it. Just stop cat videos right there. Can we just put a stopper in that and be like, yep. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, we've got we've got uh, meth heads with tiger farms getting random dudes addicted to meth and having polygamous marriages and issuing death threats to local competition. It's like, whoa, this is a hell of a cat video. This is this is man. It's nuts, right? It's nuts. Can we just take a pause? All the political stuff. I don't care where you. I don't care where you are on the on the political spectrum. Like, would you be as as embroiled and riled up in it if you weren't just like cruising on the internet? And I'm guilty of it. I've probably spent way too much time viewing political content. It's probably just oh, what a battlefield that is. That's exhausting stuff. That's the exhaust most exhausting stuff. Keeping up with all the new social etiquette of the minute, that's exhausting too. I just gave up. It wasn't because I I was like, and that that's how it gets framed. It's like, oh, you're a hateful person. It's like, no, I'm just exhausted. I'm just exhausted by it. I can't keep up with all of it. My only reaction is to like kind of reject it because I'm so tired. I can't keep up with with how quickly the social issues get tacked on to politics and then it becomes a point of feverish becomes a point of feverish infighting. And it's like, what are we even fighting about? This is so insane. This is so fucking insane. You show the laser discs to people. You go on your time machine with your laser disc projector. You wheel it out on that rickety metal cart. You remember from elementary school or middle school, you just show people you're like, this gets out of hand. The whole thing gets really out of hand. And now we've entrenched ourselves in some kind of weird psychological civil war with memes. And nobody knows how we're going to how we're going to diffuse this uh, psychological bomb that we're creating in in individuals and and the country all over the place. I feel bad for for just about everyone who's who's wrapped up into it. I lament the losses that come from it. It doesn't matter where you go online. You're going to get fucking wrecked with emotional A-bombs, nukes. You can get nuked emotionally. 
You have to. Tim Berners-Lee, scientist, he was looking for people to up their knowledge, their logic, their scientific reasoning. And then you show him like, hey, uh, hey, fella, you, um, you want to see how, how uh, you intended this to be a beautiful thing for people who were problem solvers? Yeah, that got out of hand with some emotional A-bombs. It's everywhere. People act like it's all fun and games. The kids have no idea now what they get into. They go on the internet and they're like, this is fun. And it's like, dude, it's, it's really nuts. You just have nothing to compare it to. You're just, I mean, that's the case with, with everybody, right? You, you never have a whole lot to compare it to in the previous generation. They're just like, you guys are fucking, you guys are insane. And maybe they're right. Maybe they're fucking right. Yeah, this podcast, like, it's not even that funny. It's just kind of like, it's just depressing. I don't know. I don't know. And of course, the internet just got hijacked by corporations, bigwigs, and fat cats. Think about how top-down content is. It didn't used to be that way. A lot of people are fighting against that, trying to do a little grassrootsy content and make it cool. But like, think about memes and how they got hijacked by corporations. You got to think the Tiger King memes were originally started by Netflix. Because, you know, Bird Box, that was pretty manufactured. There were a lot of memes. That's how it starts. The companies, they just pay the, the high-level meme accounts and say, hey, here's a, here's a chunk of money. Put this meme out there. So the big meme accounts, they meme some stuff out there that comes straight from the corporations. And these the people working in at Netflix or Apple. Do you remember the AirPods meme? Surprise, surprise. That was definitely started by Apple. You can tell. I don't think a lot of young people are are quite um ad and media sensitive to understand when something's an ad, the memes just get shared. Corporate fat cats, they send it to the high-level meme accounts. Grape juice boys, shithead Steve, trash can Paul. And and accounts in that in that vein, I think it's picked up by aspiring kind of mid-level meme accounts, and then aspiring smaller following meme accounts, and then individuals who are just trying to create their first meme. They make an AirPods meme, and then something it, it's viral, and it's it's manufactured, and it's just like what the fuck? Top-down content promoting products. Everything starts out with like a cool intention. Like memes were like kind of cool. They were funny, cool to share with your friends. Now it's just weird ways of advertising products. Man, I, I want to apologize to the Darby cast listeners because I feel kind of low energy. I feel low energy talking about this because like I, I, I'm not that excited about it. I can get behind ripping on a guy named Jared and make some really good jokes. I can, but, but there's some days. Yeah, behind the music, behind the Darby cast. I think this is like kind of and for you for you Darby cast listeners, email me at info at darbyshireusa.com and be like, that podcast sucked, bro. Bring more heat, bring more energy. And if that's the case, yeah, I'll give you some content. I'll do the I'll I'll rip into it. But occasionally I'd like to just get real honest. 
occasionally I'd like to just get real honest about, uh, about things. I'm just like, what the hell, man, (laughs) this is, and I think I usually do that in a playful manner, but today I just don't have it. I'm going to be honest. I just don't have it. I was exhausted yesterday. I couldn't even, I couldn't even make a podcast yesterday. I released one, but I couldn't even make, make one for today. Uh, the wildcard Friday. It's actually a Friday. I'm recording on a Friday today. I'm going to release this a little bit later in the day, as opposed to my scheduled 5 a.m. release for all the early birds. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe this one, who knows if I even release this one. I bounce these off of like two or three people and I'm like, hey, what do you think? They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Send it. Full send. I'm like, okay. All right. Bounce it off uh, my editor. She's great. She edits the book. She's She's an incredible human being. Oh, just the most encouraging, supportive and sharp gal. The greatest. She's she's amazing. I bounce it off her and she's like, yeah, it's offensive, but you got to go there. You got to go there. I'm like, okay, You know, so. And another thing you'll notice if you go back and you're an avid listener of the Darby cast, you'd be like some of your some of your casts. Some of these are you seem like crazy high energy. And I'm like, yeah, those are the days that I just drink a little too much coffee. If you, if you hear one and I'm just bouncing all over the place, talking too fast, high energy, I'm drinking too much coffee. And then there's other ones where I haven't had coffee. It's a little bit more coherent. And then I think you got this one, which is just like pretty low energy. And I'm just like, I'm tired, man. <laughs> I'm tired. I can't go on the internet that much anymore. I, I've tried. Boy, do I feel bad for kids on the internet who don't understand the whole thing's just gotten hijacked by corporations who are using uh, big data, data science, analytics to just captivate your attention and then and then absolutely flood your brain with product ideas. I mean, it's it's both beautiful and horrifying at the same time, is it not? How a company like Apple can pay these meme accounts to make AirPod memes and then it just goes from there and then all of a sudden everybody's like, I'm going to buy some AirPods. That's fucking nuts to me. That's nuts. When I actually just take a time out, distance myself, take a couple of days off the internet and can actually build some perspective for myself and be like, oh yeah, this is nuts, right? It's funny going on the internet, reading articles and pe- people being like, this is not normal. The politics, the everything going on in politics, it's not normal. It's like, well, no shit because of the fucking internet surprise surprise cats out of the bag it's because big big corporations who have functional monopolies in just about every little sector and they just they just tiptoe on the on the legal boundary of what what qualifies as a monopoly so in most fields you have like if not a monopoly you've got an oligopoly you've got a couple companies that are loosely competing against one another and man guys i i feel sorry for for uh for all of us, I do. Yeah, boy, what a what an odd uh, series of twists and turns this Wild Card Friday has uh, has taken. Yeah, I don't know if um, who knows if I make podcasts like uh, like this one or or whether uh, whether I go back to to just ripping on on fictitious people. But there's also a part of me that I'm like like these. These ridiculous people, these ridiculous, fictitious people that I uh, that I rip on, none of none of them would exist 
in the way that they do, or I would have no sense of who these people were if it, if not for the internet. I wouldn't know the Jareds. I wouldn't know the I wouldn't know the Jareds. I wouldn't know the Derricks. I wouldn't know the Garys. I wouldn't know the you know, there's so much overexposure to information. Craziness. Craziness. Yeah. And the internet. The internet, the hive mind. That's another crazy thing. Where memes are like you have like mainstream inside jokes, which is totally oxymoronic, but like you find a meme. Can you imagine? Can you imagine a, a group of kids and they're just sharing the AirPod memes and they think it's really funny? Or they're sharing Bird Box or Tiger King or whatever. Like Tiger King was at least entertaining. Bird Box was just convoluted and terrible. But it still gets blitzed out there. Friends have got the memes. They're sharing them in their group chat. It becomes part of their running group narrative and and their group identity. It's like some weird meme that's just been pushed out by some big ass corporation. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? What the hell is going on? I just feel bad for people. And in no way am I impervious to this. But I think after enough time on the internet, and then taking some time off, get a little perspective and be like, yeah, this is crazy. This is crazy. The social movements of the day are, oh, I can't keep up with them. I can't keep up with them. I tried to for my, my entire life. But as the internet sped up and meme culture entered and, and video became so ubiquitous, I couldn't keep up with things. I could not keep up with things. I was kind of like, I used to be, uh, I grew up in a very, uh, yeah, full disclosure, I grew up in a very left-leaning family and I was pretty left-leaning. I was. And now, now I'm like, I'd say, oh, I don't, I don't even, I don't even know how to make sense of politics now. I just don't. The whole thing is just this confusing reality show. It is. It's just a confusing meme grade reality show. And it's all to sell you weird fucking consumer goods, is it not? Boy, that's not how anything starts, but with the internet, oh, you have a smaller and smaller and smaller group of people that are really needed. You want to talk about essential workers and essential people. As technology gets way and way better, you can concentrate the power of thought and emotion into the and controlling those things into into fewer and fewer hands. And it's just like, oh God, this just has so much potential to be terrible. And it, it kind of already is in a lot of ways. Kind of already is. Darby Cast listeners. I'm gonna I'm gonna just tap this one off. But like, yeah, I've given a lot of thoughts. I've given a lot of thoughts on this one. And I know it just has not been that funny. Apologies to you. Because <laughs> if you were expecting like something funny. I feel like there's been a couple funny ones in the Darby cast so far. But yeah, this has been a very sober and somber edition of Darby cast. I'll try not to make this uh, a routine thing, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Internet. I think it, it could have been a mistake. Like, subscribe, share. If this is your first episode. Know that this episode is not uh, like anything made so far. The rest of them are these. Just weird fucking series of tangential jokes that may or may not eventually collapse back into some sort of central joke. That's kind of my style, my delivery style. But I think I need to take a timeout, an explanation timeout where I'm just like, 
Oh yeah. This is the reason. This is the reason for a lot of uh, why I feel this way. And most of it's because I'm like emotionally exhausted from being on the internet. I think a lot of people feel similarly. I think a lot of people do. It's, it's so nice to see people unplug. I feel so much better when I unplug, when I go outside, when I get some sunshine, when I interact with real people. Goodness gracious. Yeah. That's been the, that's been the aha moment, the awakening. It's just been like, oh, it's the internet. It's not necessarily the pieces of information on the internet. I mean, it is and it isn't, but it's the overarching structure. It's, it's just getting hit with it all the time and pictures and video and memes and, and Tiger King, Bird Box, AirPods. It's just fucking, yeah. Hey, have a good weekend. Enjoy yourselves. Enjoy yourselves. Maverick Alexander, DarbyCast, like, subscribe, share. And if you like this one, subscribe to this one and share this one today. At least preface it to the to your people and be like, yeah, this one isn't as funny. This one isn't as funny. Guy just kind of like, he just gets really real and doesn't like mask the thing in jokes. It's very different. It's very, very different. But yeah, Darby Cast, Wildcard Friday. Thanks for tuning in. Catch you on uh, catch you on Monday. Sports.